trade services, Lavazi and Book1.co.uk present the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast. Hello and welcome to the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast, episode 564. I'm Adam and I didn't pick up any quotes and here's mary lang <laughs> one psychopath per tardis don't you think debbie melrose you walk among fire pits centurion and kirby bartlett sloan well i've been gone for a bit bit of a hiatus uh we could have come back last week but i was winding kirby up because he kept on nagging me so we decided to uh, keep, the, keep the hiatus going <laughs> oh, never well, Another you know, week. you know what would have happened if we had done that. What? I wouldn't have been on. Hey, I, I should have done it then. I was Damn. in a silent movie. Never mind then. Right. So, uh, so this week, uh, I'm not going to go over why there was a hiatus. I think if anybody is a friend of me, excuse me, just I ate a McDonald's very quickly. Um, uh, is a friend of me on Facebook? They'll know the stuff that's going on behind the scenes, uh, and it's been and is still very stressful. So, moving on. Uh, we I haven't got much time today because yeah. I've had to start late uh, because of stuff going on. Alicia is about to give birth and she decided to, well, her friend decided to have a baby shower tonight. Um, and Carl didn't want to miss out, so I had to attend their wetting the baby's head when it's not quite there to be wetted yet. Uh, <laughs> night, which at the same place, same time. I so, didn't have a baby shower. Okay, well, no. you can have one tomorrow. It's not been a very British thing until sort of like the last oh, five years. It's just an excuse years. to get people to buy you presents. It's a silly thing. A typical, <laughs> and gender reveal typical Americans. That, yeah. I just went, we're having a girl. Whoopee. And that was it. <laughs> so today we're going to whiz through Angels Take Manhattan. The reason I'm going to whiz through it is because unfortunately it's not on, on my uh, Apple TV. So the, the actual placement of the scroll is going to make it very difficult for me to, to actually... To watch it. So anyway, I thought I might have to do 20 second increments. That's a good idea. I'm going all dark. I'll, maybe I'll have to change. I'm just going to, for my, the benefit of the viewer who, viewers who can't see the money maker, I'm just <laughs> going to change the exposure on the online camera. Uh, Thank you, money maker. It'll actually make them all turn off, to be fair, but I'm going to change, do some exposure messing around here. Ow, Apollo. I pressed the wrong button then, it went manual. Ow, ow. There we go. Um, oh, oh, I better turn that off. Okay. Oh, what's up? You can come through, Dennis. Um, Angels take Manhattan. Right. So um, it begins with a, a load of spooky. Oh, a bit. What was some bloke talk? Some monologue, isn't it? About um, I think an excerpt, like, an excerpt noir, from the book. You know, yeah. Excerpts. Yeah. yeah, from the book. Uh, yeah, and uh, a bloke that is a, similar to that chap who was in the. Um, Sorry, Deb's just putting some stuff away behind me. Uh, that episode um, where the, the Doctor gets shot by a, a space person who's actually River Song, and it's not actually the Doctor. Um, uh, what was his name? Canton. That could have been him in this episode, but obviously it wasn't. That would have been silly. Um, and um, to cut a short story long, uh, there's this old chap who he looks quite familiar as an actor to me. I can't think of see what I've seen him in before who's a bit sinister and this uh this chap goes up into a room and meets his self and uh yeah 
then he gets grabbed by an angel and sent back in time to actually live out his life essentially in that room apparently uh-huh, um, just master 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 uh, master no, no, just no, before no. the uh opening title sequence is the thing that bothers me the most about the story it happens twice the stupid statue of liberty which there if, if you'll recall <laughs> there there were uh rumors that uh he was going to that Moffat was going to make the Statue of Liberty a weeping angel for like six months before this came out. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we were all going, no, 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 no. It can't be a weeping angel, or if it is, it will never move because someone's angel. always looking at it. That's true. That is true. Maybe now, but not back in, in those days. Not everybody had the internet or whatnot, did they? What are you eating off the floor, dog face? Um, uh, sure uh, it's something a you're not supposed to be blimmin' eating, is it? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, dog I'm, I'm dogs can't eat lettuce. I'm sure there was a bit of lettuce on the floor I couldn't find. That's when he's being loving. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so where do we get up to? Oh, yes, I was. I quite like the... Um, the um, what they call it, the weeping angel that's the Statue of Liberty. I quite like that. And I like the fact that it's not as green as it is now, because uh, obviously um, it's a bit closer to... Well, it, it would have turned it, green pretty see, quickly, to be fair. What? What is the name of that uh, that TV show from a few years back uh, where there was an alternate timeline and they kept the Statue of Liberty uh, copper-colored in the alternate universe? What well, I wouldn't I know. I don't know, but it sounds very familiar. I remember the Statue of Liberty and the Planet of the Apes. That was quite... Uh, when I first ever saw that, when Charlton Heston's going on the beach, and, he, and it is, that was one of the coolest scenes I'd, I'd seen in film. And not swearing at all. I didn't I'd swear. Have, I'd have been turned in the air blue if that had been me. I didn't swear at all. Anyway, sorry, moving back to Doctor Who. Um, yeah, so he goes into this room and finds himself... Uh, in bed and uh, turns into the corridor and a weeping angel is there to well, just chase him for a bit. And then it's a title sequence, rather. Cool title sequence, actually, to be fair. That's a bit different. Uh, this is when uh, Moffat liked to have the, the Doctor Who logo with a sort of weird theme colour on it. Yeah. And then... Um, I know the BBC went to New York to do some of these little sort of op- in- introduction scenes of them being in New York. I don't think they were actually in New York. Uh, for yes, the they were. Themselves. What? They were. They actually weren't in Cardiff for a change. No. No, they were right. both. Uh, I mean, a lot of the buildings that you see are in Cardiff. But, <laughs> but uh, the Amy and Rory and the Doctor were in Central Park. That is actually Central Park. And you've got pictures of Doctor Who fans sitting on that same rock yeah i remember from when it came out yeah what a big now i've got to go to new york and and uh (laughs) they crossed fifth avenue at one point it was really there there and the tardis is parked at the brooklyn bridge park and that cemetery is in new york i sit corrected uh so the doctor is is, no uh, no, it's not i'm sorry i'm wrong i'm wrong can i say i'm wrong why because the cemetery is in Newport. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Mountains that uh, Rory goes to. I was half expecting to see um, Doc Brown's name on one of the gravestones. All that, that is there. That is in Central yeah. Park. Cool. Absolutely. Anyway, so back to uh, Doctor Who. The, the Grail's Mansion there, 
later on when you see the doctor and, and River and the doctor's healing River's uh, wrist and they're sitting on those steps, those are the same steps that the uh, the dog named Rose came yes, down. Yes, exactly the same building, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I, I'd say what the building's name is, but it's in Welsh and I can't pronounce it. <laughs> anyway, back to Doctor Who. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So the, uh, Amy and the Doctor are sort of sitting back about reading stuff, and Amy's got some new glasses. Uh, a Doctor is reading a specific book, which um, um, was about, well, it was written, as we will find out, by, um, it's not actually River, is it? Is it River? Yes. Apollo. Yeah. Was it actually written by Amy? I think it was written by no. Amy. No? No, no it's it River, and then Amy River. wrote the Amy wrote the last page. Oh, that's it. Yes, it now out. I remember. Because the doctor rather conveniently tears out the last page because he doesn't like. <laughs> What's the point in reading the book if you don't want, want to see what the ending yeah. is? It might be a happy ending. What a silly notion that is. Anyway. And if uh, you look at that last page when he picks it up, it's only got like maybe three lines of print on it. But yeah. then her her afterward goes on and on and on. <laughs> and it's it's like uh, Ian Kirk said eleven years ago. Uh, if someone had left that picnic basket in Central Park like that, uh, and the doctor should not have expected to find it. Yeah. <laughs> that is very true. Yeah. So anyway, um, Rory's getting a bit bored with these two reading and stuff, so he decides to go off and get a cup no, of he, tea. No, they're discussing the eye thing that's going yes. on, and he gets all scared of Amy, so goes to get more coffee. But did anybody notice his rather cool jacket that's got a hood on it, like the... Uh, was it the 12th Doctor's? Yeah, the 12th Doctor's jacket, which was like a normal jacket with a hood on it. Anybody notice that? Oh, well, no, it's a hood's underneath this jacket. I rephrase that. But it does look very 12th Doctor-ish. He's, he's sort of trying to cosplay the 12th Doctor before the 12th Doctor. Before the 12th Doctor even knew what he looked like, yeah. So, uh, so it's, it's said, Master Master, it's said that uh, Moffat was visiting uh, New York uh, for for something. And he was in Central Park and saw that fountain. And that's what inspired this entire story. Splendid. Yeah. So the Doctor starts reading this um, this book um, while Rory um, in, encounters some statues and eventually boop, just disappears. He, and he's suddenly oh. back in time and he meets his mummy. Um, master, which, master. Which I always find master. a very cool scene. Yes. He I just noticed me. I, I just noticed that um, when the doctor and Amy are on the bridge, that Amy is playing poo sticks. Oh, it's always a classic game, that is. Yes. I did Except see that. I don't, I, don't, I don't think there's a uh, actual current, because that's a lake. Not yeah, a but stick. you're British. You have to automatically, if you're on a bridge, find a stick. Yes. It's right, anyway. the rules. I got interrupted. I was trying to say... Um, that Rory meets his mummy-in-law, but as per usual, uh, I get in. Uh, get it's his daughter. <clears throat> daughter. Yeah, sorry, it's his daughter. Oh, because she says hello, Dad, didn't she? Yeah. It's like, you hey, lot. It's, it's all your lot's fault. <laughs> all this what? very complicated um, parentage. It's like the Davison and Tennant scenario. Davison, <laughs> Tennant, yes. and Effort. It's all over the place. Um, so, yeah, now uh, very soon the Doctor realises that book is quite important to uh, finding Rory because there's sort of basically the, it's instructions within the story itself. The Doctor tries to land in uh, whatever the year is it, 1936, but um, there's a time thingy and it bounces off. Yes? It's 1938. 
Anyway, there's a time thingy that and it bounces off. Um, I'm trying to cut a long story short here. Uh, and the next time they, they go to this graveyard, it's the weather's really, really quite spooky. And the TARDIS is smoking because it doesn't like trying to go through this, this sort of timey shield thing. Um, Rory's taken to this mansion place where the, the creepy American bloke um, whose face I seem is familiar, but I can't think where I've seen it before, um, is going to uh, sort of use him for bait i suppose various purposes yeah um all the um the chinese text on the the tro- the uh what they used to call it they're not trophies are they they're um vases uh starts um translating for rory and a uh, river says something the actor's like this. name is michael mcshane gift of the times uh, that's why was... we should know him he's in everything oh <laughs> he was he's in the uh, tower of terror movie that's a hard one to find. I wanted yeah, some whatever. Disney Plus. So Rory gets put in the cellar. Rory gets put in the cellar. Rory gets put in the cellar. Oh, sorry, that's that's from Planet Spiders, wasn't it? And it wasn't Rory. Um. Oh, and then Clem appears on the screen. Anybody do the Clem spotting is always good fun. Did anybody see Clem pop his his head? His face? Were you not paying attention, Deb? I wasn't paying attention to Clem. I don't know what you're talking about. Right, the scene is China, 221 BC. And the first person you see as the camera pans up is Clem. Yes, friend of the show, friend of Clancy Carr. Is Adam Adam breaking up for anybody else like he is for me? It's only for you, Mary. I'll break up for you anytime you you like. (laughs) Actually, you're you're all breaking up. That's because everybody's talking over each other. No, we're not. Well, sort of. So, well, the, who are you talking about, uh, friend? Clem, bloody so. Now, if you're listening, Clem, I apologise for inserting a, a, a non-existent middle name for you. But um, we've—he's been on the show. He's been interviewed on the show. He's also been interviewed uh, via the. Uh, he was on the, the show when we went uh, when we YouTube got channel when you're on stage talking about all the stuff he's done. He's been in loads of stuff, and here he is. I think this might be his most recent appearance in Doctor Who, possibly. Clems in Doctor Who, but yeah, legend. Um, but sorry, you can't remember that, Kirby. Friend of the show and everything. So hope hopefully a Clem isn't listening to this and um, isn't getting insulted by Kirby, sort of forgetting that he's a legend and stuff. Anyway, um, River sort of gets all arrogant and stuff. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Now, now I see. Bloody hell! How was your friend? Is it <laughs> Clem? So okay. Yes, Clem so. Um, she I brought... had to scroll through uh, the TARDIS.Phantom.com to find... You did, did you? Okay. And he's, he's, he's uncredited. Yeah, don't care if he's uncredited. He's been in absolute loads of stuff. And he, uh, it's a, actually a pastime that fans of Clem uh, watch something he's been in or something he's going to be in and they don't know he's in. There and he is, do I know Clem him. spotting. It's, it's an actual activity. That's one I invented, actually, but people do it. Um, right, so actually, actually, he's this is not the most recent time. He oh, is God. going to be in. Uh, he's in. Uh, he's a clockwork droid in Deep Breath. He's a Trap Street alien in Face the Raven. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, I forgot I about hate Face the Raven. Face the Raven might be the most recent one, but I, I'm, I'm, he's no, more, he's I more prominent in Face the Raven. He's uh, one of Rafando's guards in Extremis. I'm wasted on this show sometimes, aren't I? 
So anyway, um, River pulls this curtain back and there's a, a deeply scarred um, 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 sleeping angel, which is obviously being um, mistreated by a horrible um, friend who's a bit like the... Remember the bloke in the um, that the Daleks? Is it Daleks Take Manhattan? That sounds quite familiar to Angels Take Manhattan. Something like that. Um, was it yes, Daleks, the Daleks in... did take Manhattan as well, yeah. Similar sort of character. The, the bloke yeah, there, it? nasty guy mm. who became um, the the human Dalek. Human Dalek, human Dalek. I am a human Dalek. Are you kidding? <laughs> oh, why am I not surprised? Anyway, um, so Rory's been very kindly given a few ma- matches so she he can be really spooky down in the uh, cellar. I do uh, like the cherubs. You the cherubs are great. That, that's yes. a strackingly scary scene. That is really oh, good. And, and, the, and the the match being blown out. <laughs> and then the doctor appears just as um, River's hand has been grabbed by uh, the um, a moody weeping angel. And then um, we, of course, uh, there's a point in which I'm moving forward a little bit. They, the the doctor River banter is absolutely superb. And yes. um, you drive with the brakes on. Yes, and um, well, that's not in this one. But no, I know, but it feels like it should be. There's a point in which he accidentally glances at the the end, the last chapter of the book, which uh, says something about um, Amelia's last stand or something. I don't know. No, he's uh, he they deliberately look at the chapter headings because uh, he figures out that he can do that and that she's going to provide a clue in the chapter headings, but. He's not going to cause any other problems by actually reading it. Mm, but it did. Anyway, so um, they're in a spot of bother at this point. And I do love the scene well because the doctor said um, about the river's hand being grabbed by the, the weeping angel. And the only way, um, you know, she's either going to break it or. And of course, then she's out suddenly. And the the scene with the the. She just goes, somebody grabs her and she goes, ow, she's been so brave. Brave little soldier with a broken wrist. And oh, then there's, another... A, there's another case where the angels aren't behaving properly. Uh, yeah. The doctor's the doctor walks away from her and, she, and the angel's still holding her wrist, but the angel does not move. Oh, well, sorry about that, Kirby. She's, she's not looking at it. She's looking okay. well, after him. Doesn't matter. Um, so when the doctor uses yes, some of does. his... What? When the doctor uses some of his, be quiet. When the doctor <laughs> uses his regeneration to heal her wrist, she, he gets a slap round the choppers for that doing that. Um, so anyway, it's all very spooky because obviously there's there's statues everywhere and they all appear to be weeping angels. Uh, Rory decides to have a wander through this spooky hotel, which reminds me of that that spooky hotel we, you know, was it the God Complex? Was like that? That's quite a spooky hotel. But oh yeah, the, the one with all the nightmares in rooms. Yeah. yeah, and this being a nightmare in itself. And he, um, uh, I'm moving forward a bit, but he ends up in a room with himself in it. And uh, I thought if you touched yourself, that uh, Blimovich limitation effect would occur. But he, he holds. Oh no, it's not himself. It's Amy. Yeah, he, he he's dead Amy, again. But still, but still, this is one of those problems i have with this okay but he's dead again um and i think but, but a... you know you know oh, it is solved by the fact that when uh dr song and the doctor end up in there you now have a paradox that's not wasn't funny the first time he said it kirby and it's still not funny <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I never repeat um, jokes at, at 
every anyway, years. So <laughs> Rory dies again, and he does mention about the fact that uh, in a minute when he dies again, uh, about the, the fact that he dies a lot. Um, <laughs> yes. So. At this point, they realise that it's going to be something big that's going to to uh, destroy all these weeping angels of feeding off time and whatnot. And uh, the only way they can do it is to, to, to change time. So instead of Rory, yeah, instead of Rory um, getting taken back by a weeping angel or whatnot, uh, he'll have to die. So um, he, he sort of makes a, a beeline for the roof, uh, followed by his ever faithful wife. I'm spicky, skipping a bit here because basically there's a chase goes on, and it's quite a good scene actually where he, he's he's so um, committed to it while the, the beautiful Statue of Liberty angel watches over them. He's going to jump. The stupid um, Statue of Liberty angel. Yeah, <laughs> the stupid. I love it. And uh, anyway, so they 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 jump together. That that over there. They jump together and they. They wipe out all the angels, and and for this on this occasion, because it's suitable to the script, New York doesn't get done in. Um, however, yeah. <laughs> <British> program. <laughs> however, they end up back um, at the graveyard because none of this actually happened. Fortunately, they can all remember it, and um, the doctor's sort of cleaning dust and whatnot of the TARDIS. And uh, Rory spots a gravestone that has his name on it. Uh, next, to, next to it, of course, is another gravestone that says Doc uh, Emmett L. Brown. Um, <laughs> and then, um, then he, he disappears because there's an angel there with pointing at, with his little pointy pointy out. Of course, Amy Point doesn't want to. There's another scene where there's at least one person always watching that angel, and yet it still does its thing. It's a weird power of angel that managed to, to survive all this paradox stuff. That's why it's got extra superpowers, Kirby. And anyway, so uh, Amy decides that she can't be without Rory, and she's a goodbye raggedy man, blah blah blah. And I off love she it goes. When she tells Melody to be good, and yeah, she's, uh, that was so good. Rick I like that. Still looking at the angel, kisses her yeah. mum's hand. I yeah. love that. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, and the doctor's very upset because the doctor likes Amy and uh, River and, and, and we all. We all have to admit we cried her in the scene. Uh, and um, River uh, is upset but uh, supportive and uh, trying to support her husband. And, um, yeah, he's the only way she can sort of support him is say, let's go on some journeys together, which we haven't seen yet or heard yet, for that matter, because obviously there is a period of time between this end and the next episode, the Doctor was travelling with River. So there you go. That's essentially Andrew's Take Manhattan. Right, I've got to close that window down now so as to save some memory on the machine. Uh, and before I move on to what I thought of the episode, I'm just seeing if... Oh, look, we've got some stuff coming through on the feed. I feel such a, like, such a long time People since that happened. Billy Kirkbright says, nice to see you live... Oh, live, sorry. Live at the re a reasonable hour currently in the UK. We could have come down here... Um, Billy. Uh, I he saw, doesn't have to visit I saw, Yes, he does. He I saw a very UK. cool video of him at an Accrington. Yeah, Shut you know, up! I would. <laughs> I, can, I saw a very cool video of him at an Accrington Stanley game, and then he said hello. And then Brandon Moore said, Kirby is thinking of Fringe. Uh, and then, sorry I'm late. I want yes, to get coffee. That's it, Fringe. I went Thank to you. get coffee. I uh, ended up in 1938. Oh, I've read, the, <laughs> I've read them all in the wrong order, but this is a, a time. A, a, a podcast about a time-based program. Right then, so Intertake Manhattan. Blimey, blimey. I'll tell you what, right? It's very cinematic. Um, and I, 
obviously Rory, this is the most stylish Rory's been in the, in the whole of uh, his time in Doctor Who. Uh, and uh, I wonder if anyone, anyone's ever mentioned that Karen Gillan is hot. Um, it's got also one of my favourite characters, and if Ben was on here, his least favourite character is River Song. And it's a lovely little ensemble, that little group. We don't often... We, it feels like we've seen a lot of episodes of all four of them together doing this sort of stuff. We haven't really. I've been in a few, but not as a little team like this. There's been appearances here and there from River, and um, this is a, like a whole story of them all together, which I love. Um, it's very dark, because it's Domania at night. Uh, I'm not keen on dark stuff, but in this occasion it was okay. Um, I know, like Kirby, he likes to point out there's some discrepancies in regards to certain things, but I, I was very engaged with it, very sort of uh, enthralled in enjoying uh, the timey-wiminess. I don't, don't normally like Angel's episodes, but this one was okay. So I, I suppose it's because um, this is all like... Uh, I suppose Moffat must have thought this was the, the swan song of, of the Weeping Angels to a certain degree. It did feel like that, didn't it? And also yeah. it sort of goes along as a lick, as a lick doesn't it, really, yeah. as well, this episode? Uh, I, I felt that the, uh, you know, the, the, the fix was quite good, them jumping off the building, because they seem to under, they've got so far into their time with the Doctor, they understand certain times of ele- uh, elements of time and paradox and things, but they're, they're and I like the fact they've grown so much together as an item, because obviously when they first in it, the, the, Amy was obsessed with the Doctor, and Rory's just a little lamb that was following her around, and they just gradually developed this uh, undying love for each other, apart from that time when they split up, of course. Um, so It was still there. Yeah, oh, I, I, by I just, the way, you'll never guess what, it's raining again. Anyway, so yeah, I, I quite... here too. Yeah, all right, thank you. I quite enjoyed this, this story. Um, despite its the faults that are going to be pointed out by certain people. What did you think of it then, Deb? Me? Much the same as you, actually. I mean, I've watched it a few times, because obviously every time we say we were going to watch it and then we didn't, things like that, I actually was like, do you know what, I'm just going to watch it anyway and see if I start nitpicking. And I did, but I also really enjoyed it as, um, as just a rollicking good Doctor Who adventure. And it does feel like it should be the last time we see the angels. It does mm. feel like it. And uh, what's the better finale than the biggest angel that you can find? You yeah, know? I like that. I like oh, that. Yeah. No, um, no. But yes, the trouble yes, is, yes. It, it, it's, when anything takes Manhattan, all I can think of is the Muppets. And it's really difficult because <laughs> after this episode came out, memes galore turned up with the meeping angels and things like that from the Muppets. And it just kind of ruined ruined that side of things for me but my i think my favorite bit in this is the bit with the cherubs i think that's very yes. yeah, well shot very simple very almost danger mouse style of of, of filming that <laughs> yes because obviously danger mouse did that because they couldn't afford the ink, colored ink so they did black with the eyes moving through things like that it felt very much like that and i loved that and the music use of the music in this again it's a big thing for me always how, how the music ties in and this is this is pretty pretty good and keeps the pace moving and it just feels like it feels like a bit of an amalgamation of stories again you know Moffat he's pulling things together the hotel scene the you know all of it bringing together um things that you've experienced and just bringing it as you say it's one song for the for the suppose it's one song for the angels and uh I just yeah, I've seen it so many times now, and I really still enjoy it. 
and it's a good solid Doctor Who episode and Matt Matt Smith's brilliant as the Doctor in this. He's he's terrific. The the way he mourns at the end and it's just just, just such a great dynamic with the four of them. I just love it. Yeah, I just so, love the yeah, fact that really, you know, we really enjoyed at... this even though there's so much I could quibble about. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I just love the fact we've got you know, a Hollywood star in there. She, she was just on the this is a I think she left this and went off to start doing Guardians of the Galaxy. Pretty much, uh, yeah. Pretty much it, I, I, also, yeah. I feel like she's so you're proud of a of a child that's gone off and made it big, and um, you know, and there we are. We have her in Doctor Who, but now we get stars in Doctor Who that are already Hollywood stars, which is also because they cool. all love Doctor yeah. Who. I mean, I would if I was if I was a famous actor or something like that. I'd be like, can I be on Doctor Who just as somebody passing in the background? Yeah, there's plenty of people <laughs> haven't. No, Michael Sheen. Anyway, Kirby. Kirby, what do you think of it while I, I do my curtains? Uh, th- th- thank you, Dev. You know what you did? What? My uh, brain now has the Danger Mouse theme going. <laughs> Danger Oops. Mouse. Danger Mouse. <laughs> friendly neighborhood Danger Mouse. <laughs> oh, great. No, no that's not it. What? Now I've got the Spider Man theme. <laughs> front room light on. Oh, wait, that's my theme. Anyway. Uh, as I was watching, I I did not watch this every time we were about to record because uh, I tend to watch it like the day before recording. Uh, and this was the first time in, I'd say, a good 11 years since I watched this episode. I was watching it last night. I'm going, this is good. And then when it was over, I was going, there's so many plot holes. Yeah. But still good. <laughs> still good. Yeah. <laughs> It's rather amazing. If I, I nitpick this too much, I won't enjoy it. But I... <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's worth watching, but I wouldn't have this as like the first episode for uh, a new fan or some something. But it, it I like the atmosphere. I love the cherubs. Uh, they are my biggest quibble, outside of some little things, uh, my biggest quibble is that Statue of Liberty. It should Love not the be able to walk. Okay, I don't care. It didn't actually in the end, did it? Because it was all the uh, the time was undone on it. So stop moaning about it. Um, the other thing I forgot I was going to say what I liked about it. It made me think of something. Oh, the the fact that obviously I mean, we've had these River Song Doctor encounters where they're in funny order, but uh, with this one they're both married. No, they're married, and. Um, she says, well, I'm a professor now. And the doctor gives that little look. Oh, I remember what happened when you were a professor before I last saw you sort of thing, you know, um, which is quite good. Uh, right. The, then. Have the, you the saw you? Also, uh, the doctor also mentions, he says, I thought you were in prison. And uh, she, she said, says, no, she's yeah, pardoned. Yeah. I like that because they, it yes. keeps in, it's um, consistent with the doctor. Not, you know, when he made himself not exist. Anyway... Oh, we haven't played this tune for a while. Hence, it took ages to play. Yeah, yeah but I'm the, quite the question curious. Is, is she there? Because she she's texted me, uh, retrying Skype. You all were breaking up. Well, too if you much. let her speak, she might be able to. I can do see her. She looks like she's there. Doesn't Mary sound like here. it. Oh, somebody could have given me a. Well, can advance. I finish stay, saying these then? Saying what? Retry- 
retry in Skype. You all were breaking up too much. Actually, my whole internet connection is acting up. Skype keeps ha- keeps hanging up on me, and Facebook won't even open. That Why was does it as pick of... the wrong presenter to do that on, eh, hey, Kirby? No. Huh? <laughs> 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 that was four minutes ago okay well Aww, billy kirkbright says we, love to come to the isle of wight again sadly this time it is not possible hopefully next time that's billy kirkbright everybody okay well hopefully we'll come back to to mary when she finds a way of rejoining us maybe should, uh, if she says oh you need to dial me back in i'm quite happy to do that because uh, she's still on the screen i can still see her yeah though. i know it looks like she's still here it's weird isn't it so so uh, it moves us on to Kirby's um, probably not non-existent section of the show where he asks people to provide. Yes, we have some. We have some. We've got uh, since I always make sure that I reference Andy when I post for feedback. Andy came on and has somebody doing a little happy dance. I'm not sure who that is. Uh, Lillian posted a picture of it's a illustration of the doctor and amy on the on the rock in the park it's Mm. uh, just kind of a nice picture um mr m (laughs) (laughs) i noticed them earlier didn't notice them i specifically remember not noticing them it's nice to have the show back i've managed to get quite far ahead in my viewing of these episodes in the interim which means i now remember very little never mind the Angels Take Manhattan by Stephen Moffat. This is probably the weakest weeping angel story. The battery farm is a nice concept. The Statue of Liberty being a giant-sized angel is not. Thank you, Mr. M. <laughs> <laughs> but really, this story is about the departure of the ponds, and so any development or interesting use of the bad guys is pushed to the background. Really, the same goes for River, River Song. What did she add to the episode? Um, and are, are you are you sitting down for this? Yeah, Dylan is hot. <laughs> <laughs> so it's oh, a I shame she jumps off a roof and goes splat. <laughs> 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 it's a pity the pond's precariously perching precedes pointless plummeting. The plot <laughs> didn't. <laughs> the music swells and the emotion never really lands for me. They're still alive. I think this episode messes around too much with timey-wimey paradoxes for the pawns to get a fitting farewell. <clears throat> Excuse me. At the time, I was expecting there to be some more resolution to the young melody lost in New York, or perhaps an explanation, that's how he spells it, <laughs> for, the, for the happy picture of Amy and her baby seen in the New Work orphanage. But no such luck. Although the afterword and callbacks to Amelia waiting are nice touches. Overall, I'd give this a 7 out of 10. Next time, it's been snowing! Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> and the only other, unless I have to refresh the screen, uh, the next thing is Ian's script, which I will not read. Why mention it, then? Oh, okay. No, there's nothing else. Okay, <laughs> just, just four. Oh, <laughs> right where's my uh, inbox oh gone? god i've got a right. message we have <laughs> this bit of audio i think you're not asleep are you andy 
Well, good morning, Teddy Megwether. It's Andy Nunny here. It's uh, actually it's actually it's afternoon. It's just turned midday on Saturday. A long, a long time ago, I watched the Angels take Manhattan, did some ironing, and uh, this is really quite a complicated story. You know, based in America, and then uh, reading about Melody Malone, and uh, of course, Melody does shooting a bell, and then there's a boy reaping angel when Rory goes to get some coffee, and back he goes to meet Riverson to write the Melody Malone book. It's all very complicated and all very tight. I mean, it all goes round and round and round in circles. Um, so, obviously, Doctor and Amy have to go and try and find Rory. And uh, they get there in the end, because the title is really just struggle. And then River gets captured. And then Rory's in a cellar. And it, ah, uh, yes. And then uh, you find out about this, what, this guy who asks you want to collect the Reaping Arrows. doesn't understand what they are. Uh, but uh, the Royal River gets them away. And off they go. And then they find Rory, who's disappeared. And they find two Rorys, because they find the old Rory. I mean, we've had old Amy before, and now we've got old Rory. And so uh, they've gone into Paradox again, as round and round and round they go in circles. I thought the bit about jumping off the roof was really rather clever. It's, um, you know, them both thinking, well, we can actually create a Paradox here. We can do something, you know, we won't die. It shows what a great faith they do actually have in the Doctor, the fact they won't, uh, they won't um, die when they jump off the roof, and they will be saved. Um, but uh, obviously it does work because then they find themselves, yeah, we've all sorted, keep off the weaving angels, we're saved. Oh no, we're not, because here we are, here's the uh, weeping angels taking their revenge on Rory and Amy by sending him back, and the paradox that they created is now, of course, caused a problem they can, that Doctor now cannot go back and save Rory, can he? So I think that's that's why this story is so complex and so complicated, because he set things up that affect themselves, so the fact that... Um, the fact that we played the paradox at the very beginning that Rory can't go back and find uh, the can't go back and find Rory, then creates a paradox where they kill themselves to save themselves, and then it creates a paradox you can't. It's ah oh my life does this get complicated? But what you see is the um, that Rory and Amy can't be apart, and so they but you know Rory having gone back, Amy goes back with him. And then you find out, of course, that uh, it's all in the book, and they've got the bit the page where they written the page out of the book, which was, you know, seemed to be just a passing thing. Then something actually does mean something, and uh, then the Rory, the Doctor, goes back again. I mean, it's really just going round and round, round in circles. Because there we go, the uh, image of you know Amelia Pond waiting for the Doctor, and then you've got other references in there as well. So it's it really does get very very complicated. And of course, what this also does lead to is that wonderful mini episode, P.S., which is absolutely brilliant. I mean, it's if you haven't seen it, go. You know, I really do recommend oh, yeah. you go and see it. So there you go. So that was um, that was the uh, Angels Take Manhattan. Yeah, I think for the time people did refer to it. I mean, as um, Kirby did on the Facebook post. <laughs> The Muppets take Manhattan. Yes, it wasn't, because I thought it was really good. I think it's a really good story. It's complicated because it created its own complexity, its own paradoxes. And for that reason, it really grabbed you, really made you sit and watch it. And there you go. So there you go. Back with the uh, go with the, the feedback. Anyway, uh, I don't hope your mom's better now. And uh, I would look forward to doing a lot more feedback for you very soon. Bye now. Until then, be seeing you. Uh, well, thank you, Andy. If she isn't better, but thanks anyway. Um, right. Oh, I've sent uh, Debbie something. Okay. Sorry, but it's a short note this week. Okay. What's to be said about this one? Well, we have the angels in Manhattan, and that's about it. 
Oh, so now the Statue of Liberty is an angel. Hmm. Oh, yes, and they killed Rory and Amy. In case you've not caught on, we did not like this one. <laughs> right side, there was a five-minute mini-episode called P.S. There's Brian again. Next time must be a Christmas episode. It's snowing, Linda and Terry. Oh, thank you. Oh, it was quite brief, wasn't it, unusually for them? I'm trying to get Mary back on the call. but um, um, So, that will be... Oh, where me? oh there it is. <laughs> Podcast is Ian Kern. Hello, Ian. The Angels Take Manhattan by Stephen Moffat. The Doctor says he hates endings. A bit of foreshadowing there. The vase is early chin dynasty. Is that a joke about Matt Smith's chin? <laughs> what happened to the henchman? I don't suppose it matters. We've never seen the Doctor heal someone with his energy before, and I expect we never will. The centurion in the cellar has alliteration, and so might be better than the Roman in the cellar. Can a jelly baby become a weeping angel? <coughs> Some have speculated that the doctor goes back to see the ponds in the episodes we have seen previously. Yes, that's what I think. Cameron Gillen says she is never coming back to the show because it would spoil the emotional ending for her character. Also, she is a movie star now. She did come so back. So we might not be able to afford her. In Let's Kill Hitler, the Pond's best friend, Melz, was living in England, having regenerated in America. Would the TARDIS be willing to land in New Jersey to pick up Amy and Rory? Bye for now. Oh, thank you, Ian. Yeah, that, that's one of the other things that's been speculated ever since this was first broadcast. Why can't they just leave New York? Well, yeah, but the thing is right. That's fine. I thought they were trapped in a room. I don't mind. Anyway, it's fine. It's romantic. No, I don't care. No, they're not trapped in the room. All right, well, I'm just saying... They destroyed the the, uh, the hotel, the whatever key. Okay, well, at the end of the day, it's supposed to be a romantic end for their time in the show, and I don't see, see the point of it. Why can't they just leave New York? Maybe they can, but at the end of the day, it's... Now, uh, remind me when out. she came back into the show. She came oh, back in the right. show right. uh, on the regeneration yeah. episode. Yeah, uh, but I, said, that was Raggedy that Man, good night. Just say. Yes. Yes, thank you. Uh, right, well, anything else coming through on the live feed? Oh, my God, we've got quite a lot. Lillian Robin, anybody remember Lillian? Um, yeah. Hi, yeah. apparently. Of course uh, we remember Lillian, don't we? <laughs> well, Billy Kerbright remembers her. Cause yes, I remember him too. Hiya. Lillian, what well, is she? Higher Lillian? Why are you trying to get her to lift her stockings up higher? I don't get no. <laughs> um, Lillian, Angels Take Manhattan is a very good emotional episode. I love it. Agreed, Lillian's. Hang yeah. on. Yeah. Billy Kirkbright is liking a Moffat episode. Um, and, and then Lillian said, "Nice Isle of Wight festival shirt." I mean, apparently it's the only one that fits me that's not tight fitting. That's what I'm wearing. I wasn't allowed to wear a fantasy con one because Deb said it, it was a bit clingy. Oh, uh, never mind. Uh, right, buy bigger shirts. <laughs> Very fun. Well, at least that's quite kind of you, actually, Kirby. Most people <laughs> say just slim down a bit, which uh, would be the <laughs> the obvious uh, and more difficult option. Uh, right. Next thing is I've got to see if I can find uh, uh, some stuff about uh, that who won. Who that won. Because who won must have. Look, we haven't been for a while. So there must be some stuff that who won has 
Well, some stuff came through from Lavazzi. They've been doing offers and stuff. I'm just going to have a look. So I'm quite intrigued. This very rarely, they're quite intrigued to see what's going I, on. By the way, Master, Master, I have to say, uh, the last time we all got together about what six weeks ago was one of the most fun recording sessions I have ever had. Wouldn't it have been a good one to end on, though? Excuse me. Will you stop trying to end the podcast? Um, yes, yeah, so stuff coming through on pre-order. Uh, Among Us 2 is a Torchwood story. Uh, as long as Gareth David Lloyd's in it, it counts. Obviously, it's not going to have John in it, but there you go. Uh, Among Us, uh, I probably want to talk about John. Did he mention any um, anything about Torchwood uh, while he was... No, and you asked him that directly. Yeah, we did. Oh, did I say that I don't count Torchwood when he's not in it or, or Gareth David Lloyd? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, yes, yeah, so there's a few Torchwood... Um, CDs coming out. There's also a second Doctor James Robert McCrimmon episode with somebody I tried to get for Fantasy Con because his best mates are coming along to it. Uh, Fraser Hines, but uh, Fraser is doing a Doctor Who cruise somewhere. At, oh, cool! I want to go. Sixth Doctor Purity Unbound uh, with a friend of the show, long-time friend of the show. Colin Baker and a unit nemesis for Masters of Time um, featuring a, a lady that likes to cuddle me uh, uh, who's one of the Red Graves um, mind. Uh, yeah that's not out yet and Warmaster 9 Solitary Confinement featuring De- Derek Jacoby or as the Americans like to call him Derek Jacoby um, yes. those are all on pre-order <laughs> Uh, from uh, whoone.co.uk Is it whoone.co.uk? Origin Uh. Stories um, by Sophie Aldred et al and uh, Teeth of Ice Who's al? What? (laughs) He's being silly, you carry on Teeth of Ice uh, which looks (laughs) like it might It says Dan Starkey reads a brand new adventure in the 1900s Antarctica of For the Eighth Doctor as played played on TV by Paul McGann so there's lots and lots of stuff coming through, the action figures and playing cards. And if you go look at the uh, whoone.co.uk website, they've got quite a lot Is of fun stuff. whoone.co.uk? For your Doctor Who fan. All right, Lavazzi, not co.uk. Oh, I've, si- I've had to sign up to get a discount on their new bags that are coming. Ooh. What, Lavazzi? Yeah. They've got new oh. messenger bags coming with the Doctor Who... Um, inspired ones and they, they look really good well, i've seen that they've got some like um tote bags uh with the doctor well, actually in the, these pictures looks like the doctor in the ten, pocket the tenth doctor and <laughs> donna of course they may may need a bit of an update at some point to be the 14th doctor and donna um yes you're quite right there's uh, the your, your traditional products like the scarves and the hats the star trek hats the the umbrella uh, the computer laptop bags, some rather cool neckerchiefs. There's a D-Day Omaha beach map scarf. Yeah, uh, that looks terrific. Cool. Oh. Um, oh, somebody make a funny noise then. Uh, there's also the Lavazi blog uh, where it says uh, you can get Doctor Who news, Star Trek news, plus scarves and much more. Uh, if you sort of sign up to their um, email thingy, mailing list or what they call it, uh, they quite regularly send out special offers um, and money off their products. Really, really good. 
and, and we love Menindo. We think he's fab. So that's the sponsors done. Now I'm going to have a quick peek. We haven't been around for a while, so there must be some Doctor Who news. I've seen There's lots of pictures. There's got to be a little bit at least, you know. I've seen some pictures of Shudy Gatra with some very interesting folk. Uh, of Bonnie Langford, for one. Oh, I don't remember. Yes. Uh, yeah, that looks like it's going to be cracking. Yes. Oh, by the way, I, I had am a... so looking forward to the, the this November. I am. Um, yeah. well, she's not going to be in that one. It's going to be. Uh... Yeah, I know. Oh. It, it starts. It's coming. Yeah, you know. It's like yeah. Oh, yeah we're waiting a long time yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> um, Jill Curzon, twenty twenty three A.D. My Eventful Life. Uh, the celebrating the sixtieth anniversary of Doctor Who. Candy Jar books we'll be releasing for the, the the first of a number of books marking the event. Of course, of course, the 60th coming up, which uh, they should really be doing a special event for, like they did for the 50th, which we went to. Hey, eh? um, yes, there's a book. Um, I'm yeah, it's quite a long bit of blurb there, which I'm not going to read. Doctor Who magazine special edition 64, the action figures, the essential guide. Does look rather cool, actually. Be fair. Um, that's out now. Tom Baker Record Collection. Demon Records have announced a special vinyl collection will be released celebrating the fourth Doctor as played by Tom Baker, limited to just 600 e and each including a signed print from Tom Baker. I wonder if it's a real signed print or a printed print of a signed print, if you know what I mean. Uh, the collection celebrates Tom Baker's unique portrayal of the famous Time Lord almost 50 years after he made his debut in the role. This limited edition 4LP vinyl box set mixes thrilling audio drama with interviews and readings by the man himself. Da, 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 da. And the ones they are doing are Genesis of the Daleks, surprise, surprise, uh, <laughs> The Pescatons, uh, The uh, Time Machine, a selection of BBC Radio interviews with Tom Baker made in the 1970s and 80s, and State of Decay. I bet they're quite expensive, though, because vinyls are very expensive these days. Cosmic Mask Issue 30... Oh, sorry, 18. I forgot how to read Roman numerals for a moment. Uh, the Doctor Who Appreciation Society has published Cosmic Mask Issue 18 as a free download, Kirby. It's a free download. I really must join the Doctor Who Appreciation Society because I do rather appreciate Doctor Who and uh, I, I think it's about time. But it's expensive, though. We'll find out. First look at the 14th Doctor's Sonic Screwdriver. Okay, it's a video. BBC Studios today revealed a first look at the 14th Doctor's Sonic Screwdriver. Doctor Who Lots of people have bought it already, you know. People. Have you? No. Doctor, <laughs> Doctor Who returns in November 2023 with three special episodes with David Tennant as the 14th Doctor to coincide with the 60th anniversary. Shooty Gat was first episode as the 15th Doctor will air over the festive period. That's exciting, isn't it? Doctor yes, Who will premiere exclusively, exclusively on the BBC for the UK and Ireland, and Disney Plus will be exclusive home for the new seasons of Doctor Who outside the UK and Ireland. I think Doctor that's great. Who, Doctor Who magazine 593, with a rather cool picture of uh, that bloke from... Um, um, Good Demons on the cover, next, standing next to Catherine Tate. Anybody been watching Good, Good Demons? Good Omens. So, oh, I'm going to call Good it Good yeah, Demons because they're Good Demons. I'm, um, I'm also way behind on um, Star Trek. 
I haven't, no, don't talk about Star Trek. I haven't started I watching Star Trek yet. Yeah. I'm so behind because stuff, stuff's been going on. Um, yeah, so uh, what was I saying, Debbie? Oh, yeah, I was calling it called Good Demons, so I'm going to stick with that. Yeah, it's, it's Good Omens, but no, you are good, right, They should have called this series Good Demons. That would have balanced it up nicely. Um, yeah, I've watched the first two episodes, and I do love the, the cameos that are in episode two of members of David Tennant's family. That's all I'm going to say. Um, so that's uh, what's on the front. Not Sorry, not Good Omens isn't on the front of um, of magazine. That's Doctor Who. It's a, a Catherine Tate and David Tennant. We only live twice. Blah, blah, blah. Patrick Troughton Blue Plaque Unveiling. A Blue Heritage plaque dedicated to the second Doctor Patrick Troughton has been unveiled at a ceremony at Mill Hill School in London. The plaque was organised by Doctor Who Appreciation Society and placed in the theatre named after the actor who was a pupil at the school from 1931. The plaque was unveiled last Sunday by two of Troughton's children, Michael and Joanna at a star-studded ceremony attended by many of Troughton's friends, colleagues and admirers, including Sylvester McCoy, Fraser Hines, Caroline Ford, Sophie Aldred, Michael Jaston. Oh, he showed up, did he? It's a great What if he sat still for five minutes? There, <laughs> was, there were some great pictures from that. Hugh Fraser, Madeline Smith and Rennie Rye. A limited number of reproduction Patrick Troughton mini-plaques will be available for purchase soon from the Doctor Who Appreciation Society. And what a nice society it is, isn't it, everybody? Yes, thank you very much. Target novel... Rewind. Start again. Target novelizations for the 2023 specials. BBC Books has announced that Target novelizations for of the 2023 Doctor Who specials will, will pub... I missed that word there. Will published next year. That's, that's why I got stumbled over that. Uh, so, special one is the Star Beast... Uh, novelised by Gary Russell, Special 2, Wild Blue Yonder, novelised by Mark Morris, and Special 3, The Giggle, novelised by James Goss. Each book will have specially commissioned cover artwork by Anthony Dry. We have a passing, John Nettleton, 1929 to 19, uh, so 2023. The actor John Nettleton has died at the age of 94 in 1989, John Nettleton played the Reverend Ernest Matthews in the Seventh Doctor story, Ghost Light. I recognise the face, actually, to be fair. Um, the Series 20 is going to be released on Blu-ray. So we've got Arkham Infinity, Snake Dance, Mordred Undead, Terminus, Enlightenment, King's Demons. And I'm definitely buying that. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a rather cool set of episodes, to be fair. Um, well, it, 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 I believe it also has um, the 20th anniversary in it. Well, there's a, a video, isn't it? The Tegan Surprise Reunion Collection Season 20 announcement trailer with uh, Janet. Yeah, I saw that. On it. That's all it's shown. No, previous 10 stories. I wonder if the thing Oh, hang on, it went wrong. I click on that. Oh, God, it's gone completely wrong now. I've never run out of stuff to uh, to actually report on uh, on the Doctor Who News. Uh, Birds of Prey. Can you jump on? I'm not going to read that one. Oh, Grandfather Infestation. That's something to do with the. Um, the Brigadier episode, uh, sorry, stories. Uh, Master. We've got even Doctor Who magazine 592 with Christopher Eccleston on the cover. Oh, Lenny Rush is to draw in Doctor Who. Yes, cool. Kirby. Kirby? Got... I, I have uh, an update from uh, Chicago. Mary says, I've done a check on my Wi-Fi and did a reboot, but nothing seems to be working. Talk with you next time, I hope. Tell her that's fine. Give her a cuddle. Um... 
Yeah, so Lenny Rush, so award-winning actor Lenny Rush is to appear in the next series of Doctor Who, having just won a BAFTA at the age of 14. Rush takes on the role of Morris in the 2024 series of Doctor Who, starring alongside Shudy Gatwa. He's a right talent, he is. Um, Have you seen uh, him as a kin yet in the Barbie movie? I haven't seen the Barbie movie yet. Will you be quiet? We want desperately to. We are, haven't had time. We were desperate to go and see it. So be quiet about Barbie. Uh, Mel returns to Doctor Who. I haven't seen it yet either. Yeah. I just know he's in it. All right, fair enough. Uh, yeah, so Mel is to return to Doctor Who, and that's about it for the Doctor Who news that I haven't already covered. So well done, Doctor Who News dot net for keeping us abreast of the Doctor Who situation. Um, right, I'm not gonna like I said, I'm not gonna do the what we watched this week or whatever because it's gone <laughs> so <laughs> long. I have not got a clue. All I will say, I did watch Traitors Australia, which I did enjoy, but it was very distracting because Australians can't pronounce the word of the title's word of the program. I thought they were talking about people selling stuff for most of the series. Yeah, he's a trader. Oh, she's a trader. They're traitors. It's got a T in the middle. In fact, the logo is a massive T. Traitor. Our traitors. Well, even the Americans could say traitor. I watched the American version. Even they could say traitor. What's the matter with these bin Aussies? I can't speak properly. Anyway, so, that is, it, so I don't know if they'll do another series or just, just, you know, just, just call it traitors and be done with it, you know. Um, so I did enjoy that. Uh, right, what's I say? What are they trading? Where are they trading? <laughs> in some hotel but it is it was so good that's such an amazingly good concept traders it's a, such good fun to watch very enthralling deb doesn't like it i'm not i mean not my deb she loves it i'm talking about debbie melrose right no, then uh, like it, no. <laughs> i guess rather well because you went very quiet um right then i was gonna do i forgot what i was gonna oh yeah sorry i remember now uh, so i've just got to open up a facebook page on a different window otherwise i won't be able to keep track of what, what's abreast so uh Fantasy Con. Fantasy Con. There was a rumour a while back that somebody, and I don't know who, tried to generate that we weren't happening. I don't hate yes, it when people I'd, do I'd, stuff I'd heard like a rumour that. that someone asked me, is it still happening? I was like, yes, it is. Yes, I don't know why people like to. Uh, it's obviously somebody that doesn't like us that does that. But anyway, yeah. So I, I guess since um, I'm going to have to blag this because i don't know how far back it goes in, in regards i think our last episode was before my mum had a fall so it would be before the 12th of june would i be right in the getting that all right no no shout at once right then so, <laughs> let, retro gaming which um um mick at island retro is also a co-organizer of the event uh is providing the uh, retro gaming for uh fantasy con itself has bought two um, of those console plug-in what they call him hdmi plugins it has thousands of retro um what they call those things arcade games on um so they're really cool oh yes we'll only have one playing on it but i've, I've already said that pac-man has been chosen by the people on the fantasy con trading uh, social group sorry um as one of the games that will be featured in the uh, retro gaming area um so that's really good, something to look forward to. Uh, Samantha Howe, who is now a an award-winning writer with uh, Stranger in Our Bed, won the, the uh, National Film Award. Um, obviously, she wrote it. She gets the award. She's coming along with the legend that is her husband, David Howe. Uh, and uh, they've How's been that? so nice since being announced. 
um, that uh, I've been rather heartwarmed by it. She keeps telling me how much she's looking forward to coming to the Isle of Wight and, and doing our events. That's really nice. Uh, nice. I'm quite glad I, I, we booked her before she won the award as well. That was, that was a good, <laughs> uh, good scoop on my part. Heroes, uh, uh, our old sponsors, will um, be there as the residential traders, uh, along with Crafty Bear, sorry, Crafty Red Bear, who me and Mick met at Portsmouth Comic Con and uh, very kindly are coming over to trade their stuff with us. A woman called Natalie Degrushi, <coughs> who's a, a genuine um, nice lady and also a um, professional she, cosplayer. She's been at Isla, almost every single one of Isla's birthday parties when she's had them. She's, right, she's, she's a she's a multi-talented person who can do, or I say, turn her hand absolutely. She does do burlesque. She does cosplay, professional cosplay. She when she does a professional cosplay, she proper is the character. She yes inhabits yeah. the character she's she playing she's so good but she's also an actress and singer and genuine clever clogs really and i love her to bits so i'm so pleased she's coming along to to um enhance our event we've got i said david huh? uh fancy con uh, cosplay competition will be sponsored by uh, heroes and uh, because uh, i forgot to <coughs> the fact that they donated lots and lots of prizes over the years with without any you know real credit for it so they are donating the prizes again this year, uh, but as official sponsors of the event. Isla uh, is very excited. She's getting her costume ready. They're also heavily involved in Corkhead Comics, uh, which is Dan Digby's uh, platform for his um, incredible artwork. So mm. they, they've turned being a, a comic seller into comic selling and publishing. So they're rather fab. Scarrett's Lane Bakery will be there with their van to sell Yay! some grub to people. Our old friend Adam Brown, or Adam Adam Art, as he likes to be known as a caricature artist, will be there. And I must admit, the picture I took of him, uh, which has been used on his announcement graphic, I, at the time I didn't know if it worked, but with his, his artwork behind him, it actually does work rather well. So I'm rather proud of myself. I must get a picture this year that I like what he did for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like I said, there's a uh, Pac-Man uh, definitely going to be used as our uh, um, one of our retro games. Uh, Vilile Shabalala, um, she finally got around to contact me, but she recently has published on Facebook lots of pictures of her cuddling elephants. Um, she looks fab in those pictures. <laughs> she gets away with it. Um, at least she's cuddling them, not shooting them like King Juan Harless, uh, Carlos. Yeah. But anyway, so yes, Vilile's uh, promise she's coming. Uh, Yay! Uh, Tom will be pleased. And uh, Gabrielle Glaister. The thing about Ga Gabrielle Glaister. Um, oh. <clears throat> friend of the event who uh, her uh, agent um who's just you see his post and suddenly i saw this post that he put up with her on it and i, I oh, what can I, it's bob right quickly is she available and she, and she was and so how thrilling for me as the an absolute the best the biggest uh, blackadder fan in the even world even isla knows um, who she is you know come on just brilliant gabrielle glaster is coming she's only just Played an, played an amazing part in Coronation Street, and there she, she's Bob. Uh, she's coming Bob. to us. I'm so pleased. Little yeah, Bobby very, Parker, very saucier yeah. than a director. She's multi talented, so I'm so thrilled she's coming. Uh, and a chap called Mickey Lewis. Um, Mickey is um, almost like a slightly enhanced version of John Davy. Um, John is, uh, he does the same stuff as John Davy, but um, he also does. Star Wars and he doesn't yeah. get into trouble so much. 
<laughs> Game of Thrones. Oh, you said that, not me. Um, I his did, dark yeah. materials. Loads and loads. He's, Love you, John. He, he's got a vast <laughs> array of experience in regards to um, stunting, acting, and acting in by wearing these costumes. So uh, he is a really fab, um, another a fab addition to our show. Pirate will be along there, and um, that's Michelle Diary's uh, sort of alter ego. And um, that's a cosplay character that she invented, by the way. Uh, and Isle of Wight, the bouncy world, will be um, putting on a... It's a gladiator pit where you hit each other with um, inflatables and somebody will fall off. Um, so that's going to be rather cool. But especially for us, they're buying in axe throwing. So it, it's not real axes. It's obviously foam... No, sorry, not foam axes. Inflatable axes, which you throw and they land in this board. Uh, quite safe. Uh, and they're getting it in especially for us. So, yes, lots of stuff starting to, um, of course, we're getting closer and closer. That's why not too far, a month and a bit away, two months and a bit away. So um, if you're in the vicinity, buy a ticket before they sell out. Uh, that, oh, yeah, and buy yourself a trading pitch if you want to sell stuff. Did I mention Martin Valentine? Dead Star Publishing. No. <laughs> Children, um, um, you did now. World, Kai Owen. Um, yeah, we've got a good... Uh, Good array of Madame Bella Cosplay from Wales. Uh, Elodie Grace Orkin, we keep forgetting she's coming along. So, yeah, it's um, fab. Uh, that's it for uh, the Fantasycon news. Next week I will be, this will really thrill Kirby to bits. Next week I will be doing two pre wedding shoots uh, on the Sunday evening. So, um, uh, the hiatus, if everything goes to plan, this time will only be two weeks. Hang on, let me bring up my calendar. Okay, just make so sure that it's okay with Kirby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so the 20th of August, I'm on holiday that week anyway. So, uh, and, so the 20th of uh, August is. Where are you going? Where are you going? Isle of Wight. Oh, lovely. Here it's raining oh, there at the okay. moment. So there you go. That's, that's so, it, so, really. so the snowman is what we're talking about. Yeah, the snowman. Yeah, yeah it yeah. must the be a Christmas episode. Of the snowy. beautiful, proper introduction of the beautiful Jenna Coleman uh, in the role of one of, one of the Claras. She's bloody got. Well, where where did River go? Because River was going to be with him. Remember, She'd done that. At the she, end of... You won't see her again for a bit. But <clears throat> yeah, good. So, um, okay, so the twentieth, and yes. I've got that. But I need to remove the thirteenth uh, from my calendar. Yes, you do. Yeah. There. It and of course, all removed. these things are um, tied in and around the uh, unknown delivery date of uh, Grayson Quinn. Uh, so uh, Alicia, her, uh, her, what do they call that little plug thing that goes in the service that comes out when you're about to give birth? Show. That's it, right. She's had two so far, but she definitely has only one baby. So as you can imagine, Debbie, being an experienced woman in these areas, she's not that far off giving birth. So they, they, was, they were doing a sweepstake this evening on what date. The baby might be born. On. He's going to give birth on Wednesday because I was born on a Wednesday. I chose the thirteenth. Was it the thirteenth? It's Wednesday, Pooh. <laughs> Wednesday. Yeah, we watched Grease last night. It was, like, that was so good, such good fun to watch that film. And you just look in the you background, know, see all the background details. Grease. It's a film. It's John Travolta, Olivia Newton-John, um, and um, hopelessly devoted to you, Kirby. I, I guess I need to see that movie one of these days. How can you not have seen Grace? I don't think there's a person on the planet apart from you who hasn't seen it. <laughs> I haven't. Sorry. Not good enough. 
Uh, let, we'll let say, me, but let me see if it's available on anything that I, I It's yeah. available everywhere. <clears throat> anyway, uh, but I mean, I, we were just discussing actually in regards to Greece that when I saw it in the cinema when it first came out, the, with the opening title sequence, you can actually see it in the, the one they've got on I, Apple iTunes, iPlayer, whatnot. Is the um, the uh, the chase cartoon chase in the opening titles? And when I saw it in the cinema, the funny bit was where they were run away from the police and stopped at this crossing. This little old lady walks past, and then they carry on with the chase. But that that scene isn't on the film anymore. Gutted. Um, okay, yeah. it is available on Max, so I can watch it there. That's fine. But yeah, what I enjoyed watching was the the background stuff, all the stuff, all the people, the the subtle acting that goes on in the background. There's a couple of continuity issues, you know, especially when they're in the bedroom. Um, when you know, they have the sleepover, but um, it's just that subtle acting from other, you know when you look at the character that's speaking, which people generally do when they're watching films, look at other characters around them and see what those other characters are doing. On, on most films and TV productions, I see them mouthing the lines. Yes. They don't do that in Greece. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. But what they do do is some really really skillful subtle sort of looks and sort of subtle acting and it's it's a shame to miss it if you don't just look at it it does really enhance the film and there was a there's a dance sequence in um, summer nights in which one of the dancers is the spitting image of ruby wax so much so i thought it was actually her but i have seen no proof as to whether ruby wax made her screen debut yeah uh, we've, we've seen that we've seen the lady and we've we've when we were kids we were like is that ruby wax yeah she's <laughs> a spitting image of her but it's a great film i think it's, it's got to be up there among my favorites i don't like musicals and i've heard about the the musical episode in uh, star trek um strange new worlds i haven't got to it yet because i haven't started watching i'm, I'm, I'm eager to watch yeah, it. i haven't also started watching them either I'm also thinking, well, if I start watching it, then I'm going to miss it. I've got pick up on Picard. I've been just doing lots of history stuff um, again. <laughs> so uh, just to sort of take my mind off stuff. So I'm not going to say what it is because it's too interesting. So anyway, uh, next uh, next time, two weeks time, uh, like Kirby said, we'll be uh, reviewing The Snowman, which does actually feature uh, an actor, isn't it? Ian McKellen. Yes. Yeah. So that's cool, isn't it? It's so a, until it's then, excellent, excellent story. Thank you for listening, watching, taking part again in the show, and thank you for being so patient with us. Goodbye. Goodbye, fancy pants. Scarecrow. Hello. Uh, oh, Mary. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you guys playing at? Mary's back. We just okay, finished. That, yeah, you're gonna have to record her segment. Her what? That sounds a bit rude. Oh, yes. We'll record. Hang on. Okay, we've got to do this drop-in. This never happens on the show, but because it's you, Mary, it's going to happen. What, what is going to happen? We're, we're going, going to, to do... Yeah. Tell about what, what you thought of the episode. Yeah. So, um, here we go. Well, um, it's funny. This one starts off, I think, really great very atmospheric and scary and very intriguing. Um, and, and it brought back the feeling of that, um, the one that we saw where they go into different scary rooms and there's a minotaur at the end. Yes. Yes, I said that. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's... Hang on. Internet, Where's my move? bell? I've lost my bell. That, that is definitely a bell moment. <laughs> you don't bell Mary after all the hassle she's been making to get back to. Yeah. Yeah. And it... it 
Um, what I was going to say, and it kind of followed the same trajectory in that in that it starts off really great, but then as it as the sto actual story progresses along, it starts to lose cohesion. You know, it's like all kinds of strange things are happening that just you know don't make sense. You know, like how did Rory by walking you know along the street suddenly it's nighttime and he's getting shoved into a cab with we think it's river but she says she's um melody malone you know so now we say okay is he now in a fantasy or is he just time shifted you know in reality we don't know and, and it never explains it because now then everybody joins them and it's like wait a minute <laughs> i mean just so many things happen that just you know and they try to explain it by i think it's river says that the city is full of time distortions you know, so then we're supposed to accept then that, you know, every crazy thing that happens is due to these time distortions. Um, when, and that's just I think it's just kind of a lazy writing, you know, because they don't have to really explain anything or make any sense because of that. Um, but in spite of all of that, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's things there are stories that make no sense that I, I get very discouraged by. But this one is just so well made in spite of being incoherent, um, you know, that I, I, I liked it anyway. So yeah. that's how I feel. Yeah, well, that's, that's interesting. What we all said. Yes. Well, oh, apart, really? apart from Kirby, <laughs> he's, he's just he's just trying to join the club of uh, the, the um, uh, Angels Take Manhattan Appreciation Society, uh, which uh, we've all decided <laughs> to um, put together. But yes, uh, yes, thank you, Mary. That was perfect timing uh, under the yes. circumstances. Oh, well, well, with my my, my son-in-law, I've been in you know back and forthing with him on text, trying to figure out what's going on with my computer, and I think we've rebooted just about everything, and then finally everything started working. <laughs> oh, and we'd literally just done the goodbyes. And oh, Mary's on, yeah. And, then oh, I, and I, I nearly pressed the stop record button, but uh, I was interrupted by stopping the video. So anybody who, who's watching the video feed will be a bit confused. I oh, don't remember that happening. Well, I, I don't that. remember that bit. It's just Well, I'm glad to have been included. Yeah, Yay, you would miss. Mary, 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 Mary. We're we're recording in two weeks. So Mary, they're being really enthusiastic about seeing Clara. I need your help. Oh well. <laughs> well, it's only me that's enthusiastic about seeing yeah, Clara. Enthusiasm's going to die a sad death. For me you know? personally, yeah. yeah. How beautiful. <laughs> what? How beautiful that that Jenna Coleman is. Even, it's even I making even me want to watch Victoria again. Yeah, well, I, I even uh, proposed to uh, Adam a few weeks back, you know, should, I don't want to be anymore because I'm going to be, you know, the, the wet rag from here on out. And he says, oh, no, no, we want we want your negativity. Yeah, we want yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, OK. <laughs> oh, I, I suppose. That oh, oh, so, oh, something no, I found oh, something that I found. Uh, the My oldest daughter tends, likes me to take her to Goodwill stores. Oh, yeah. I I found about two weeks ago a book for like two dollars called uh, the Complete Whoology. It's just a it's just a list of Doctor Who stuff, you know, the trivia that I love. <laughs> it's just huh? it's great, and I got it. It looks brand new. I got it for a couple of bucks. Wow! Yeah. Well, well, you know, when I go to the Chicago TARDIS conventions. Um, the one of the big um, booksellers there always has a big, you know, 
table loaded with all this kind. And there are so many Doctor Who um, books like that, you know, that that yeah. talk about all the episodes, talk about all the um, the paraphernalia, everything you can imagine. And I see the same stacks every time I go. And I wonder at some point, does anybody really buy these? <laughs> I would because every yeah. every Doctor Who convention that I been to is there might be a few target books but that's it oh oh yeah see if there's target books i get those but uh you know not all these compendium books yeah i get the target books but i I have people buy me the compendium books and i don't really read them yeah that may be why his looks brand new maybe somebody was (laughs) I, i had a friend from from college who i've known since college days a few years ago, just send me out of the blue uh, one of those books, and it's called The Science of Doctor Who. Yeah, oh, I, I remember that book, yes. Yeah, it's, it's just right here next. There's yeah, another one called Doctor The Who Science Show. of Star Trek, isn't there? I don't know. Okay. Okay, well, we've done the goodbyes. We don't need to do them again, so I'm going to stop recording. The 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast is an APV Services production sponsored by whoone.co.uk and lavazi.co.uk. We are proud members of the Doctor Who podcast alliance. Doctor Who is a trademark of the BBC. No copyright infringement intended. The music on this podcast is covered by limited online music license from PRS for Music. License reference LE 0030512.